All right, here we are. Week three, heading into week three. Dallas yes, sir. Cowboys. John Kajemi, Kim Camper with you. We're here on the Audible. Uh, and, John, another uh, another tough day for the Dolphins. But, you know, John, I, I think we all understand that we're looking at this football team, and this is going to be a year of small victories, incremental growth, all those types of things. And, and I think we saw some pretty good things yesterday from a standpoint that I thought the defense came out. Uh, you know, New England gets the ball first drive, takes it down the field, and you go, oh, well, here, here we, we go. go. Here we go again. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they buckle up, and, and I thought guys were in their gaps. Guys were holding their, you know, holding, stand, stand where they're supposed to stay. Tackling was a lot better. Awareness was a lot better. Uh, all those things. So I think when you look at the game, if you're looking for things to pull out of it, that would be the first thing that I would pull out. An offense, a defense that, you know, gave gave up 59 points the week before. Now now you go out and and, and you do, you know, you hold them to 13 yeah. nothing at halftime. And you're feeling pretty good about where you are, and so I think that's something that that the the team, the coaches, you and I, and fans can kind of start wrapping their arms around, because you know in the last month, John, I think probably the last two preseason games, first two regular season games, the roster is continuing to change, and and people are coming in, and communication is 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 hard to, right. to manage because guys are coming in and out, but even along that line you're starting to see a little incremental growth to this football team. Well, the thing I I pulled from it was exactly what you said. You're trying to look at schemes defensively because the Baltimore Ravens had it so easy, you know, two Sundays Mm -hmm. ago, throwing the ball over the top of the Miami Dolphin defense, being able to run it at will. You know, the first play was for 49 yards or 50 yards. And you look back at New England on Sunday and you go, yeah, they may have dominated a little bit on offense in the first half, but then you look at the scoreboard and it didn't tell that tell. Uh, I think the Dolphins defense was out there for 34 first half plays and only gave up 13 points in that last touchdown. You, you know, the push off with yep. Antonio Brown, he gets the touchdown. There's no call there, makes it 13 nothing after the missed extra point. And you're going to the locker room thinking, okay, we're, we're one explosive play away from actually making this a one-score game. And now, if the offense was able to do anything yep. on that day, you might have had a chance. And that's taken away all the turnovers that turned into touchdowns. I mean, anytime you have two pick sixes yep. in a game, the chances, of, the percentages of winning that game go down drastically. But staying in the football game and having a chance, if the Dolphins' offense, which came out in the second half, and go three and out, three and out. Yep. You know, they just kept giving and setting the table for Tom Brady and you knew it was only a matter of time because that defense was getting worn down. Yep. So if you look for positives from week one to week two, I will say the defense showed improvement. It looked like they played closer to the scheme that Patrick Graham was trying yes. to get get out. You know, they made significant changes in terms of, hey, you know, we've seen the ball go over our heads a number of times. Let's not make that mistake, especially against this group, you know, with, with A.B. on one side and Josh Gordon and the running attack and the way they can Tom Brady can manipulate a defense with his eyes and with his feet and, and the velocity and the accuracy he throws the football with. So I thought those were some encouraging signs. The, the one thing that you still feel like need, needs repair is, is up front in terms of being able to get a, any semblance of a running game going mm-hmm. on yes. offense. You know, that, yep. that, to me, puts 
added pressure on a passing game that you weren't going to feel like that was going to be carrying the Miami Dolphins. You felt like you'd have to play, uh, you know, four yards, mm. three yards, get in good third down situations, because if, you, if you're not successful on first and second down, your chances of converting, especially for a team that's limited in what they're doing offensively right now, or the success that they've had, is it, the percentages are, are behind yeah. are against you. So, you know, you convert maybe one one third down conversion in the first half and your numbers look like that for the rest of the game because you're not putting yourselves in good positions. But I will say, at least you found some semblance of a pass rush. You got to Tom Brady twice. Yep. Uh, Jenkins had a sack and and, and, it, and that was good to see from from the inside. Uh, but, but you want to be able to do that offensively on a more consistent basis, be able to win on first down. I don't know how many times I looked and it's, wow, it's second and 11. Yeah, yeah. You, know, it's a, you know, it's a situation that's tough for good teams teams and teams that have uh, established offensive lines, established running games, uh, have guys that are difference makers. You get them in space. Dolphins right now are searching yeah. for that on offense. But along that line, John, I mean, you, you know, the, after the after the initial touchdown by the Patriots, uh, the, the defense made them work. They, they made did. them work. They, it was no, there were no gimmies to them. There were, you know, you, they, they fought, they, they worked for whatever they got and the Dolphins made them work for whatever they got. And had there been one of those drop balls with the Devontae Parker drop, and I'm not, not, not pointing, but it's just at the, at the time of the game, if you make that catch, you're in the red zone, you're going to at least come away with three points, maybe a touchdown, and all of a sudden, you know, maybe that's the spark that gets your offense a little Well, little you need one of those you need, plays. You know, you know that, 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 this offense for the first two weeks needs something they can rally around, something that's going to give them a little – Hey, we're contributing now. Hey, we're part of this team. We're we're, we're playing we're complimentary we're, football. Yeah, we're doing this. Know? And so, you know, one of the you know you, you catch one. There were six drop balls out there, John. Each and every one of them could have changed the complexion of the game at that given moment. Right. Now, a couple of them at the end, it was too late. But some of those early, early, early balls that were dropped, you know, keep you in the football game. Keep you, you know, keep you know, keep your attention. Keep you going there. And, and so they've got to get that done. But you're but you're right. The other thing is he. Is the running game is just it's it's non-existent. It, it, it is non-existent, and you can't play football in this league. As much as people want to talk about, no, nah, it's a passing league. It's a passing league. It's a passing league. Well, you know what? Every coach, every week, when you ask him, what do you got to do? We got to run the football. Got to stop. We got to stop the yeah. run. Well, if every coach says that. You know, the bell should go off on your head that, hey, it's important to be able to run the game, run the ball, and important to try to stop the running game. And, and this team, you know, it, it hasn't been very difficult to stop the running game on this football team, which puts a lot of pressure on that secondary, especially because you don't have a pass rush up front that's putting the type of pressure. Now, you say got a couple sacks on, on Brady, but, you know, much like the week before against Lamar Jackson, you, you know, you – you got this guy standing back there. Four or five, boom, six seconds. Wait, wait, wait boom. Yeah. Let that guy cross the whole field. Boom, and then let me hit, let me hit him It's tough to cover for that yeah. long. And and the Dolphins found that out in week one. Week two is a different animal because I, I think, I mean, when you look at New England's passing game, you put Tom Brady aside and you look yep. at the players you're trying to defend at wide out, at slot, yep. and in the offensive backfield when you've got three guys that can catch the football in space and make somebody miss. So... 
That's why I was saying if the offense could sustain some drives and stay on the field, yep. it takes some pressure off of the defense that actually played two good quarters of mm-hmm. football uh, to start the game. You know, I, I felt like it was a win going off the field. No doubt. You know, I, I, uh, I think that the A-B touchdown came with under two minutes left to yep. go in the quarter, in the half, and, and it only made it 13 nothing. So, like you said, if, if one of those plays down the field, one of those drops – early in the game could have had an effect. You get a little confidence yeah. on offense. Maybe you build from there, but you feel like, hey, those those dark clouds are moving in again. We can't run it. We're, we're punting, you know, three and out, at least seven or eight of them in the game. That's That begins that begins to take over your demeanor, you know, yeah. and you have to find some play or someone to, to rise above yeah. those those inabilities to, to stay on the field. Now, that, that being said, you know, you, you have another game where you go in and, and now you have a new right tackle. And, you know, we've talked about this a little bit. And uh, the, you know, if, if there's any position on a football team where communication is paramount, it, it's that offensive line. Yes. And this is an offensive line really for the last month, really, really for the entire training camp. You really haven't had it's been in flux. five guys in there that were going to, you know, you, I, think, I think early in the season they were going to try to find those five guys, let them stay in there, let them get to know each other, let them get their, their communication, let, let them understand, you know, where I need help, where this guy needs help, do all that stuff. But they haven't, there haven't been no consistency in the players that play there. You throw another guy in there this week, and, you know, I was talking to, to Daniel Kilgore in a, in a postgame uh, interview and said, then how do you communicate when you got new guys coming? Because it's, it's it's hard, but yeah. you know we we try, we do the best we can, and, you know, and then we're doing it as, as well as we can. But you know, so it's 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 a little it's it's really tough on them. I'm not saying they're I'm not saying they're a physically dominating offensive line, or they ever will be a physically dominating offensive line. But I almost feel at one point it, it, it's some like they're playing with one hand tied right behind their back because. Two new guys next last week, and one guy switching positions from left to right. Now you got another right tackle that comes in, new guy coming in that you know is just trying to fit his way in there, and and you still got a guard in there that that hardly played at all during the preseason, right? And you're still trying to learn, and so it's well, you, you talk about really putting yourself behind an eight ball with a unit that really is going to dictate what your entire offense is going to be like week in and week out. Right, and, and I think, you know, the plan was going in, okay, let's throw the two young guards in there, yep. you know, with Kilgore and Shaq Calhoun and see how, if they can sink or swim. Well, one of them was swimming and the other one has been replaced yep. and he's been replaced with, um, you know, new talent in Isadora. So yep. he comes in, didn't get a whole lot of playing time for the Dolphins in training yep. camp, if any. He comes in the first week of the season and you're pairing him up with a, a new guy in Davenport that goes down the New England week so you have Webb coming in to start. So you've got a lot of flux up there in terms of knowing how a guy double teams somebody, when to come off on the second level, uh, what angles do they want me to take, you know? And it, it's very difficult to get that synergy going on offense. It's very difficult to call basic running plays and to feel like as a runner you're going to be able to press that hole because before you're getting to that hole, you're having to adjust because nope. there's penetration in the offensive backfield. So I would say that's the first thing that needs to be addressed. You can't have 
as much penetration over the last two weeks that we've seen, you know, against Baltimore and against New England, if you're going to have any semblance of establishing a running attack. So that's the biggest thing for me. I want to be able to get those five guys. If it's the same five guys that are going on the road against the Dallas Cowboys, you want to see those guys play with a little bit more synergy, a little bit more togetherness and have the confidence of the running backs to know if I'm going to hit the hole in between, you know, the guard and tackle that there is a window of opportunity that he can press and get two or three or four yards on first down. If not get to the back end of that hole to make the running game have a little confidence. And that kind of feeds yeah. into your passing game, feeds yeah. into your protection that you guys are staying on the field for five, six, seven, eight plays. Yeah. And, and maybe you've got some more consistency up front that gives you the confidence that, hey, we're okay. Yeah. We know we're not searching. It's tough to, as a play caller, it's tough to know what to get to. Yeah. If your basic maybe two or three plays that you have on your call list, you know, those are out the window after the second quarter. Uh, along with that, John, you, you also have this situation where you can't run the football, it's tough to throw the ball because guys are pinning their ears back. And I mean, you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, God bless him. I mean, he was fighting for his life again yeah. back there and, and, and just doing whatever he could. And at times he got out, time he got made room and, and do, uh, to get things going. But we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more as, as we move on. Jerome Baker is going to just stopping by to, to say hello. So we're going to talk to him. All right. We'll get back to this here in a little bit. Hi, Jerome. Welcome back to the to the Audible. Hey, let, let's talk about uh, the start to this season. A uh, couple tough games, but uh, it, it's about growth. It's about getting better each and every week. I think the, from week one to week two, from a defensive standpoint, well, your game really changed. It seemed like you guys were ready to set the tempo of the course of the game and, yeah. and put some pressure. Tackling was sharp. Uh, the game was sharp. What was the difference between week one and, and week two? Um, we just got back in uh, you know, throughout the week. We just emphasized what we wanted to do. Um, that's tackling, that's running to the ball, just the simple things, get back to the basics. And, uh, you know, Sunday, it was just a chance for us to go out there and really show ourselves what we can do. So um, we definitely moved in the right direction. You know, we definitely still have a long way to go. Well, what's the attitude of you guys uh, as a group, you know, trying to get better? And, 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 and like on the offense, some guys are coming and going, mm-hmm. trying to get people the, the combinations of people they want back there. So you're dealing with a lot of things. As you as you're playing some very good opponents week in week out, um, it's definitely upbeat. Um, we see it as a challenge. You know, we kind of settle into our roles and everything. So uh, when it's a chance for us to go out there and uh, perform, we kind of take it as a challenge and uh, really show what we got. So uh, we're definitely fine as a defense. We're just constantly just getting better. So you lead the team in tackles this week against New England. Are you getting more accustomed to what the scheme? is all about defensively. It looks like everybody, the, the fits are getting a little bit more where you're reacting instead of thinking about where you're going. When you watched yourself on film, did you see that from week one to week two? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's nothing like, you know, game reps. So uh, the second game, I definitely felt more comfortable. I understood. Uh, you know, sometimes the practice angles don't seem right, but at game time, you, you know, you have a good uh, feel for it. So I'm definitely filling out the, the defense as a whole and, um, just constantly getting better every week. Are you getting more accustomed to being in the middle of the defense? Because it seems like there's a lot of room out there. You know, when you look to your right, you look to your left, there's a lot of space and there's a lot of room to cover. Are you getting more comfortable with what you need to be at, to, to be at your best every week? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I kind of just lean on you know, other players, really, uh, the D-line. Sometimes I can just align a certain way, uh, and they kind of help me uh, more than anything. So uh, just understanding where my help is at, understanding what's, you know, the challenges I'm going to have in certain calls. Uh, and, and that's pretty much, you know, what I do 
So um, just as far as understanding defense, uh, when we came and watched film, I had a pretty good idea of, you know, the plays I didn't make or I missed. Uh, I understood what I didn't, I did wrong. So um, that's always just a positive for me. Does that hold true a lot when you're in a game? You go, man, I can't wait to watch that one on tape because I know I did my, you know, I did it perfectly. And then others that you go, uh-oh, yeah. I, I, that, that'll be one I got to lean back in my chair a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's sometimes I make a mistake and I try to tell a PG <laughs> or somebody before, uh, but, you know, they don't have that. So um, it, it's always good when you, you know the mistakes you make um, just so you don't have to really, uh, I ain't going to say coach it up, but you, Log you, it under, away. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. understood that you messed up on it and uh, the next time it happens, which NFL, if you make one mistake, they're going to come back to it and see if you can uh, fix it. So, uh, it's always good when you can just figure out the mistakes before you watch film. Hey, well, this last week got a chance to spend a little more time on the field with uh, with your old pal, old pal Raquan McMillan. He's getting yeah. back healthy again and and back on the field. How does it feel to have him uh, lining up next to you out there in the on the field? Oh, yeah, it's always good uh, when he's out there. I mean, I've been playing for so many years. Yeah. It's really just um, a field thing. You know, I really don't have to say much. I can kind of just feel his presence. So um, it's definitely he's you know back healthy and you know getting after. So it's definitely fun. Different scheme this year, doing doing different things. Do you, do you like the way this defense sets up, the, the scheme sets up for, for you and the, and the rest of the guys are on there? It seems like you see a lot of different looks, a lot of different fronts and, and changes up there. And uh, it's got to be it's got to be kind of a fun, fun defense to work within uh, as you keep moving on. Oh, for me personally, I love it. Uh, it's so many different. Just so many different styles, so many different ways you can just confuse the offense. Uh, sometimes I can be dropping. Sometimes I can be rushing as a DN. Um, sometimes I'm just covering a tight end or a back. Uh, for me, personally, it's exciting because you never know exactly what I'm doing until uh, the ball snaps. So, uh, and I, just as a defense as a whole, we just throw so many different looks. Um, you know, these past two weeks, we, we kind of just want to focus on uh, the basics and get back to I'm um, doing the basic things right, stopping the run, um, you know, get off the field on third and long, um, simple things like that that you need to do in this league. That's what we're kind of focusing on now. You know, Bo mentioned with Raekwon back in the lineup, it, it was a nice goal line stand. You guys teamed up on a on a tackle right at the goal line. Um, take us through how things are different down in the red zone compared to you know things happen a little bit quicker and you have to trigger probably a little bit faster, especially at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, uh, goal line is it's one of those places. Uh, if you see something, you literally you have to do it. Like you have to go shoot it. Um, whatever you see, you have to believe it. Because um, just if it's you know third and goal at the one of a one yard gain is a touchdown. So you kind of really have to. Uh, if you see it, you have to go. You can't wait. You can't catch. Um, so uh, you know just the goal line. Everything is just intensified. Every you know more. So you really have to just focus on the little things and just go. You know, Bo and I were talking earlier in the program and. What was the feeling like at halftime? Because you had to feel pretty good about where you guys stood in terms of, you know, you give up a late touchdown, should have been probably pass interference, a little push off right on mm-hmm. on Wilts, but you, you go down 13 nothing. What was the feeling like for you guys coming back out? Hey, if we can get a three and out, give our offense, or we can get a defensive score, or we can cut the field in half, uh, we're one score away from getting back in this game. And, and that's really was that was the, you know, what we were thinking. Um, we, we was definitely in it, it was definitely close. Uh, we just kind of just had to do our part as far as the defense. You know, we can control what we can control, and that's playing good defense. So um, that that was our spirit. Just go out there and just continue what we're doing. Um, you know, uh, focus on the little things that we mess up on, but ultimately we're in it. So, um, you know, ultimately it didn't go our way, but as a defense, it, it was definitely uh, up to beat, you know, halftime. 
Uh, and just being a young defense, I think it was just to, you know, just to be down the way we was playing, just to be down that few points. It was a, the feel was different. Of we can stand up to anybody. They was you know Super Bowl well, champs, so we definitely had it. You're defending Super Bowl champs. They get uh, kind of like Antonio Brown comes in to to add that offense. Like you said, you held them pretty pretty good check. Now you go to Dallas. You, you go on the road. Different situation, away from home, in an environment where the fans are, are crazy in Dallas. They love that football team, and they'll let you know. And you got Dak Prescott. You got Zeke. Uh, you, you got a big offensive line. You got a really talented offense there. So this is going to be another big challenge for you uh, and a chance for you guys to take another major step forward. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it's, a, it's another chance to go out there and just play football. Uh you know, everybody has good old line. Everybody has, yep. you know, receivers. Uh, we kind of just have to focus on the little things that we do well. Um, and that's the little things we can fix before the play's even started. That's lining up right. That's communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, simple things like that, that goes a long way in this league. So uh, that, that's pretty much our main focus this week is really just focus on the things that we know we have to get, you know, handled. And uh, when, it, when it's time to play, just play. So uh, it's definitely going to be a good challenge. And, I'm excited to go up there and uh, you know, hopefully get a win. So you, uh, when you were growing up, you were, uh, was there a team that you followed? Who did you follow as a? Um, I was a Browns fan and yeah. I was a Steelers fan, which oh, is okay, kind of you know. weird. Uh, I love the Steelers defense, but I mean, hometown, you always have to rep home. So you told the Browns fans you were a Browns fan. You told the Steelers <laughs> fans you were a Steelers fan. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. The reason I ask, it seems like everyone I tell you when they say, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I liked the Cowboys. Everyone seemed like the Cowboys. You get a chance to go ahead and Going to Dallas and then see the Cowboys in that. Yeah, have you played in that? Yeah, I was just gonna say, did you play? Yeah, I played play there a few times. College, right? Yeah, in college, yeah. I played there a few times, so I'm definitely familiar with the stadium. Yeah. So it's definitely gonna be fun. So is it one of those stadiums you make a play and you look up? Oh yeah, uh, I mean that screen right there. You have to go look at it. <laughs> you, uh, you can't help but do even it. Even when you're on the sideline just watching, you tend just to look up and just stare because it's definitely a beautiful stadium. Yeah, usually when I'm when I'm standing out there, I look I look for players. I look along the right along the the sideline. That's how I look on the bench because usually the, the players are sitting on the bench looking up at the uh, at the scoreboard because you can you can see it up there. But it's a it's a great place to play and a great place to go in a great place to shut up a crowd too. Yeah. If you can go in there and walk out of that building and with those guys murmuring upset, that's uh that that's to me is one of the great things in 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 of playing football going into someone else's house and and shutting their crowd down in there. That'd be a, that'd be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's kind of cool. This is our first test of you know away game. Yep. Um, so just to go in somebody else's home and um, take with stairs, uh, that that's going to be yeah. a fun, just a fun, uh, just a fun feeling, really. Uh, and we're young, we, yeah. we know that. So this is our first test, and we're just going to give it everything we got. Hey, they named you a, a captain this year for a, for a second year player. Um, you got to feel pretty good about that. It, it says a lot about what the staff, what the players, what your teammates think about you. And uh, uh, congratulations for that. But it, it's got to feel. That'll feel pretty nice for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it definitely felt good. Uh, I have been a captain since I was, like, in high school. Yeah. So it, it was definitely fun. Um, but ultimately, I just kind of just wanted to do the right things. Yeah. Um, and for other guys, I want to be that example. Yeah. If, uh, just try to do the right thing as much as you can. Uh, whatever they ask me to do, I want to do it. Um, and just pretty much yeah. just be that example for the team. And uh, it, it's definitely an honor for Especially your teammates to choose as captain, so I'm definitely grateful. Yeah, you're upholding, you're playing well, and doing doing good things out there. Appreciate you stopping by, and wish you the best of luck this week and throughout the rest of the season. I'm sure we'll see you again. For sure, for sure. Thanks, Thank Dave. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. All right, Jerome Baker. Uh, you know, good guy, and, and and you know, here's a guy that 
Boy, you know, when he first, beginning of the season last year, he was he was a little bit a little bit too quick, a little bit too anxious to get to the ball and and over. But now I tell you, but now he is playing is as good a football as anybody in this football team, and and he's going to be a, he's going to be a linebacker in this league that you're going to keep an eye on for a long time. That's going to going to do some pretty good things out here. Well, if you could pick a player to fit this scheme in the middle of the defense yep. that needs to run sideline to sideline, that needs to be uh, communicative uh, with the other 10 players on the field uh, and look to as a leader. I mean, in his second year, he's a team captain. Yep. I mean, it just says what the, his teammates and his coaching staff and his organization thinks of the player, the young player they got out of Ohio State. Uh, I, I just... I just like his work ethic. I like the way he goes about his business. He likes to have fun, but when it's time to work, he works. And I think that gets contagious, especially on a young team where, there's, where his peers are looking at him, how he's approaching the game, how he's not making as many mental or physical mm-hmm. mistakes, and how he corrects from week one to week two. I mean, you could just see it. He was all over the field. He was all around the football in the running game. He did a really good job of being able to uh, – you know, play without hesitation, and, and he just is a is a guy that you want to have here for a long time. Yeah. And I just I just feel like you know if more guys can can play and emulate the style of, of the way Jerome plays the position at their particular position, you know, you're on to something yeah. now. Were you, were you a little surprised with um, Raquan McMillan because it seemed like for a while. You know, he missed training camp with an injury. Didn't didn't really practice much, and then game one didn't see didn't see, a much, whole lot didn't, of action. Didn't see much action, and you, you kind of wondered if you know where where does he fit into this whole scheme? And then all of a sudden, in game two, they put him in, and he played a number of snaps, played well. Yeah, he did. Played, played well in the game, and 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 I think he's kind of getting himself back into football condition and back into the space where where we'll see him more. Which although look, it may not be in our lot because a lot of times they like to you know they want to have more it's defensive backs. They want yeah. the two linebackers set in there, but you know, like you talk about goal line, some of those short yardage, middle of the field situations, running situations. I think where they'll they'll, they'll accommodate him a little bit more in there. And uh, and I like Raekwon too. I, I think that you know it's been tough for him, you know, physically, physically trying to get back. But now he's here, and I know he's happy to be playing out there. Um, and and I and I, and I think he can be one of those other guys that can really help help this defense to be to take that next step forward to where they want to be and really become a, a very competitive group. Well, I think it's one of those. He falls into the category where I know Coach Flores spoke this week at, at his press conference after the game. You're trying to identify as many players with that young talent yeah. that you want to build around that have character uh, off the field and on the field that you can count on that you don't have that many missed assignments that you know you, you teach it to them once or twice and that's all you need you don't you have to keep pounding that philosophy of where you need to be at, yeah. you know where you need to uh, uh, you know your your angles and your body placement and, and being able to get leverage and I think he he comes from the same cloth although they you know they obviously went to the same college at Ohio State but I think the same same type of football background and mentality, whereas whatever it takes, it doesn't have to be about me, but if I can do my job to allow somebody else to make a play, I think both of these guys are selfless when it, when it comes to playing the game of football. I mean, Jerome happened to get seven tackles, but you saw what happens down on the goal line when you need a physical body, a bigger body, to be able to reject somebody yeah. that's trying to score a touchdown. And, and I think Raekwon fit that bill quite nicely. And now going into the Dallas game with Ezekiel uh, in the backfield, you know, there, there's a there's a, a different running style yeah. where a guy that's going to run with power, he's going to run with some speed and quickness, and you've got to be able to, to take that guy 
down. And I think both those guys are, are very capable. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys, the, the opponent uh, for the Dolphins this week. Um, very talented football team. Uh, Dak Prescott is a guy that can he, he can run, he can throw the football, he can throw flat-footed deep deep down the field. He does a lot of good things. He understands this offense. Uh, I think I think he's a, a great leader in that team. And then you talk about Ezekiel Elliott, you know, maybe one of the best running backs in the National Football League. He can run through you. He's got speed, does all those different things. They've got some good receivers out there, and boy, they got that big, big offensive line that they've been they've had for a long time that that they really rely on. And and this is gonna, you know, no doubt, New England was a, a major test against his football team. This is going to be another major test, different style. Yes. Not quite the same style, not that quick-hitting kind of an offense, more of a you know physical grind you down. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the Cowboys come out and try to use this as a game where they're just going to try to you know stuff the ball down their throats and uh, and run the football and try to pound it from the, opening, uh, from the opening kick. Well, that was the big thing with New England. I mean, time of possession, I think we lost by 12 or 13 yep. minutes. You know, you, you go back over that game and you allow 27 first downs you know throughout the game and the defense didn't do poorly the defense played fairly well so that's saying a lot for New England now when you turn the page to Dallas I'm going to work backwards Uh, I I think what you hit on lastly in terms of the offensive line I think that's probably the most important part of the game for the Miami Dolphins because one from week one to week two the Miami Dolphins front seven let's say didn't get close to Jackson yep. and being able to, to pressure him and, or make him elude the pocket or make him feel rattled at yep. any time. I thought they did a better job, you know, getting two sacks uh, against Tom Brady, but you're going to have to be able to affect the running game. You have to be able to uh, hold your own and not get pushed off the line of scrimmage because if the Dallas Cowboys start going downhill, mm-hmm. they're going to go downhill uh, the inte- for four yep. quarters, you know, and they'll do a little play action. They won't have to do too much offensively. So the, the key to the game for me is being able to, to stop, not stop the running game, but slow it down to the point yeah, where you, you have a chance to get after Dak in the yeah, passing game. You, you got to put, put him in long situations. You, you can't have you know, second and four, second and three, third and two, third and one. You know, you, you got to get them in situations where they've they've got they've got the they got to work. They've got to work. Yeah. You know, third and third and twelve, third and eight, third and nine. Where where hopefully you can find a scheme or some way to get get some some uh, some pressure on them. Which you know, quite frankly, this year they they've got to get a little more out of their defensive ends. They've got to get a little more pressure up the sides. I mean, you see in the middle, kind of getting a little push little up push, the middle, yeah. but, but, you, but you're not much coming around the outside. And, you know, and, and against the Tom Brady, against a Dak Prescott, against some of these quarterbacks that, that they're going to face, you got Phillip Rivers coming That's up. That's right. When, when, when you face these quarterbacks, you you can't you can't you can't live on the blitz you you can't because those guys they see that blitz coming they know exactly where the ball they're looking goes. for their they, matchup they know where the hole is yeah. they know where the weakness is they're going to go right there and they're going to burn you on it um, but but you got to get them in those situations you got to get them in the situations where you can you know where where you can dictate what you what you want to do and, and not let them be the ones that are going to you know have that run pass option whether it's or, or play action comes into play because they've been pounding the ball yeah. so much on you that everyone's starting to crowd the line of scrimmage now all of a sudden you go over the top those types of situations uh th- those are all things that um that, that are going to you know that, that are going to hurt a football team that continues to give up too many yards on first and second down. Well, we talked earlier uh, about negative plays. And I think, you know, besides the two sacks the Dolphins had on Tom Brady, those were the only two negative plays in the game. Now, 
on the other side of the football, there were a lot of negative plays offensively that you have to stay away from. I think if you're going to try to play winning football on the road against a very good undefeated Dallas Cowboy team, you're going to have to stay away offensively from those negative plays, those negative runs, those those drops down the field, all, all the things that yep. kind of uh, bring your offense to a stalemate. And then on defense, you have to find a way to get those tackles for loss. When you, when you have those opportunities, when you get penetration, you have to find a way to get Elliott on the ground. You have to find a way to get Dax Prescott in the pocket and not only harass him, but get a sack or two early in the football game to get that momentum going. Those negative plays uh, do a lot for your defense. And on offense, if you stay away from them, at least you're getting positive yards where you're not in those second and 13s and second and 11s where this team is having – is struggling mightily on third down. Yeah. Hey, John, when you look at uh, when you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick, and, and I know there's, you know, after after last week's game, there's talk about Ryan. Is it going to be Josh? Who's going to start? Who's going to play? And and quite frankly, at this point, I, I don't know that it really makes that much of a difference right. between one of those two guys because I think it's it's difficult to it's difficult to evaluate them in a true sense because there's so much pressure because there's because a running game has been almost non-existent. Uh, because when they do go back to throw, teams know, and, and, and they're coming at you, and, and and you're kind of fighting for your life back there. So the evaluation is tough, but it's what it is. And and and, and for Ryan, who we assume is going to get the start going into this game, that Coach uh, Flores said on, on Monday in his in his press conference that you know he's the guy right now. And, and but that's Monday, and and we'll see. Um, they got to find some way to to keep him upright. Got to find find some way because. Last week, when he had time, he threw some nice balls. Yes, he, he did. Got, had, was able to move the ball down the field. Was able to fit balls in and do things. It was when he was, you know, scrambling for his life, where you know balls come out the wrong way, or you can't, or you you miss the target, or or, or you don't way. identify or miss a defensive exactly. back because you're yeah. on the run, right? And it's difficult to account for everybody. That that's when the trouble starts. And I agree with you. It's very difficult right now for the Miami Dolphins to uh, get a true sense of evaluation. But I will say. Uh, the one thing that you're fearful of when you put Josh Rosen into the football game, now granted he's been in two fourth quarters and he's played a little bit of mop-up duty yep. and he's, he's had some passes dropped, but he has uh, held on to the football. And that's something in the early in a game where you, you stay away from those negative plays because quite frankly, Ryan's anticipating some of that yep. pressure and he's able to elude the thing you'd like to see Fitz do is throw the football away and just say, hey, the play's over. There's nothing else to get out of it. Um, let's throw it away and yep. punt it away. Now, now the pick six is, you know, those are just things that the tip ball from uh, Kalen, yeah. th- th- those things you just can't even imagine happen to you on offense where that should have been a completion, yep. uh, first down, and the Dolphins are still on, on offense. But um, I would say the one thing, the one fearful thing I have uh, for Josh is, his propensity to maybe hold on to the yep. football and retreat instead of maybe, you know, the play's over, I'm going to burn this one and try to get on second down. But you only get better at that the more reps yeah. you get. And I think I think it would be it would be a disservice. And I think that the clock is ticking a little bit, Bo. I felt like maybe after the bye week, let's take, take a look at where the Dolphins are at. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at how the offense yep. was going. I think that timeline has, has escalated a yes. little bit quicker in terms of maybe we do need to see a, a full game out of Josh well, Rosen yeah. before you get to the bye week. Yeah, well, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's, 
younger legs, you know, maybe it's a guy in here that, okay, if he gets to start, whether it's this week, next week, whenever it happens to be, where it is, well, well, maybe he can work better in these circumstances. Maybe he's a little more nimble. Maybe he can, you know, find different ways to get out of the pocket. And, and find he's some, seen it from and, the yes. sidelines, which is a lot better than yeah. having to live it, going through it uh, in terms of when things aren't going well. Sometimes when you're the backup and you're looking, you have a different perspective on maybe I would have thrown yeah. that one away or maybe you're you're taking those mental reps from the sidelines and you're learning without even being you know under center yeah. or in shotgun so maybe that's to his advantage he he watches you know yeah. another game or another week and and then he gets his opportunity well, we, whichever quarterback it is whether it's Ryan or whether it's Josh they need better help from their receivers. You need to catch those footballs. Yeah. I know they're tough. I know they're 50-50 balls, but you got two guys, six, four and over, that can jump, that can catch, that can do that. Uh, and, and and you got a guy that can can take it the distance whenever you throw it in Jakeem, and, and he's got to catch the football. Yes. You know, he, he's had drops. That whole crew uh, needs that, to that, that whole crew, that, that, pick up their game. You know, if, if you know th- this week – you, you hope that this week that that, that, that crew, after watching the, those tapes and watching it, spend a lot of time out there catching footballs and because they've got to be, you know, I know, I know maybe catching one of those balls is a small thing, but small things sometimes lead to big things. And, and so they've got to be – this offense, this football team isn't good enough to overcome – you can overcome some things. You can't overcome things like that multiple times during the course of a game and, and stay in the game and keep it competitive till the very end. So, so that that is that to me of of the biggest takeaway from Sunday's game to me were those six drops because and and look there was a couple of them late in the game when when it was, the game was pretty much said and done. But there were some of them in the first half that were meaningful at meaningful times oh, in the game. There were forty or fifty yard gains that yeah. you, you're 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 doing everything you can to get stay yeah. on the field as an offense. And you're you're all we always talk about hidden yards and penalties. Well, the Dolphins did a better job in penalties, yeah. but those hidden yards on the drops yeah. are are going to number one get you into the red zone uh, or or closer to the red zone. Yeah. You cut off the field by 40 or 50 yards, and now you've got a little bit of momentum built. You know, you're putting a little bit of fear is like this guy can go up and get the football and I had him covered perfectly. You know, there's two guys going up and he's he's the one catching the ball or you hit a guy dead in stride down the sideline. If you catch it, you've got a big game. Now you've got the crowd back in it. You're you're feeling like, hey, we're on a, we're getting on yeah. a little bit of a roll. But when those things don't happen, it's deflating for a team. It's not only deflating for the offense, it's deflating for the defense because they're sitting on the sidelines looking at the boards going, hey, come on, yeah. a little bit of help here. We've been out here, you know, for yeah. a, a number of plays in the first half. That play, you know, gets us another three or four or five plays of rest. Yeah. You know, that 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 defense, I mean, you know, when you when you look at the stats after the game, they don't look that lopsided in time of possession, in, in, in number of snaps. But if you boil it down to the first three quarters, then it's, it's a major it's way, difference. It's, the it's the, the amount there. of time that the defense was on the field, and that was a hot day out there, the amount of time they were on the field throughout the course of the game, the number of snaps that they had opposed to the, to the offensive snaps was – Double, triple the Boom. amount. At the end of the third quarter, New England already had 23 first downs to Miami's two. Right. Total yards, the Dolphins had 38 to 313. Yep. And on third down, the Patriots were five of nine. The Dolphins were one of nine. 
and they they already had four sacks yeah. against Fitzpatrick. Well, I, I can remember looking at halftime stats. I, I want to say I think I want to say they had fifty seven yards of offense. Yeah, maybe in that first half, and then next thing I know, I'm looking up at the scoreboard in the third quarter, and they're down to thirty seven. Because they had a couple sacks right. and they had all that in, so they right. lost, they lost yards. I'm like, man, and not, not only did I pick it up yards, they're they going backwards, yeah. and, and so, but but then at the end of the game, you know, they're able to throw the ball down yeah. the field a little bit, got some offense going to make it look when you when you if you didn't see the game, you just looked at it, you go, oh geez, it was pretty. Pretty, wasn't pretty respectable there. Well, but how but, did how did the score get yeah, to where it but, was? But it was 43. far from that when the game when the game was in yeah. you know, was was and you can't you know you, you talk about we talked to Jerome about hey you know. There, there have been a lot of time. But I've been on teams. You, you've been on teams. Absolutely, you've been on teams where I'm sure the offense was ahead of the defense. We're going. We got to so score again. You got to score because you we know got, your defense is right. struggling. Likewise for for a defense. When a defense says our, our offense isn't isn't moving, we got to you know if we got to shut these guys out, we got to shut them out. That's that's it's just one of those days. One of those things. Right. And so you can do that, but against a team like New England, you can only do it for so long. And and granted. Against the Dallas Cowboys, same you can only do it for so long because eventually those teams are going to, you know, they're they're going to get there. They're They're going to execute. They're going to get their traction, and then they're going to start rolling. And 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 if you can't match them point for point or play for play, play for play, or or if you're scoring and and you can't stop them, so so somehow they need to get in sync, and 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 the offense needs to now again. You know, we may be talking, we may be in here a month from now saying, hey, you know, see that defense. You know the offense are scoring points now. Defense, you need to you pick so, it up. But it's it's you know it's going to be that kind of Those, season. It but, goes in cycles yeah. like that, and you really like it where you're you're playing complementary of each other. You know, you get a stop, you you couple that with a score, uh, and the defense you know finds a way to cut the field in half, and the and the offense takes advantage. Even if you kick a field goal, you're taking advantage of w- how the table was set yeah. for you. So that that's the when good teams are on a roll, that happens. Quite frequently, and right now, it, it hasn't happened yet for the Dolphins. John, let's say another thing that's uh, that's going on is is this whole, you know, in, in you know, outside the team, there this guy's going, that guy's going, this guy's here. He's asking the, this guy yeah. doesn't want to be here. This guy wants to ask to be traded, and you you know all the names, you know where ones they're talking about, and and you know, I, I, for me, I, I tend to, you know, you know what I hear when I hear that, John, I, I hear agents speak. You know, I hear agents speak because I because you know, we, we talk to these guys, we, we talk to these players, and we know we know what they're about. And, and some of the guys are talking about just don't seem to be don't fit that don't don't yeah. fit that mo to me. Yeah. Yes, it's, it, you know what, it, you know, I put my nose. Jim Maddox used to say, I put my nose to it. She don't smell so good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I put my nose to some of this stuff, and it doesn't <clears> smell <throat> so good. And it and it it, it it strikes me as agent speak, where an agent comes in and says, you know, why do you want to play here? Why don't you? Why don't we try to get you somewhere else? Why you know? And, and then next thing you know, they're talking to a reporter and this and that. And so, you know, I, I, I you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but 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 I, but it kind of looks that way to me. This thing's you know, it's kind of swirling right now. It's been swirling since training. You know, I've never been around a team, whether I played on it or whether I've been covering this team for for the time I have, and I'm sure where more changes have happened every single week since training camp began and here you're going into week three and people are still changing on this roster. I walk through that locker room, I pick up a pro I pick up pick up I, I need used, faces. I used to pick up a roster and know in the it. beginning of the beginning of the season and, no, and okay no and then now every week I gotta come get a new roster because I don't know who the hell's on it. It's outdated. And, and there was a there I'm I gotta I gotta be honest with you, the guy John Jenkins 
I saw him get a sack. I go, who the hell is that guy? I didn't even know when the hell he got here. You know what I mean? No, I know. It was a good play by him, no, though. I know. It was a great you, play. Bull Russ put the I saw guard right in Tom I thought it was Brady's Tank lap. Carradine. I go, hey, look, Tank got a sack. I go, no, John well, Tank was close. <laughs> Tank was coming from the outside. He, he should have got a little so, half so, of it. So along with all the stuff, I mean, there's a there's a lot of changes inter in, in going on. And, and I can understand guys' frustration. But, but um, you know, I, I guess – I guess the speculation really bothers me. You know, the the speculation of of what, and then you go right to the guy and he goes, "Hey, I'm happy being here." Yeah, you know? well, it, it waters down to where you where you're in college football now, and they have the transfer portal, yeah, right? right? Yeah. So it, that kind of it doesn't sit well with me because you know you should have a legitimate reason. Yeah. You know, to, to to transfer, and a lot of guys are just looking for the easy way out. Now you go to the NFL, and all of a sudden, everybody you know supposedly wants to jump ship. And hey, this is your job. This is this is yeah. what you get paid to do. And if you don't have pride in being able to. to I don't know, lace it up, pull up your, your pants and go to work every day, then maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't cut out for you if you have that attitude. Yep. Now, it doesn't strike me that the players that have always been mentioned in this are, have that attitude. I, I watch them work. I watch yep. them. I see them every day. These guys go to work and they're they're trying to perfect their craft. And I don't think that, you know, I, that outside noise is is sometimes it's brought upon by agents and, and some of the people that are always in your ear. But I've I've always been to the of the school of you know I'm gonna just I'm gonna stick to what I do what, yeah. what my job is and if I can do my job it's gonna make the person or all the people around me much better because uh, that's all I'm concerned about is doing doing something that's gonna help this football team that means by me you know doing everything I need to do to be prepared to go out and work and and do my job because if I do that it's gonna give everybody else a chance for success so I I, I just I don't know where that comes from yeah. you know you know I, I just just from my personal experience you know having played on a team here with uh, with with guys and and you know like i said i've, I've told us well, we, we were at the tail end of those the the, yeah. the great team the 17 yeah. and 0 guys and and the team was down a little bit and all of a sudden we had a young group of guys and 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 we struggled a little bit struggled for a couple of years and finally got in the playoffs and then played better and better and better and and you know what there were there was something to have something that i remember about having gone through tough times with those guys and fought through the tough times with those guys and got to good times right. where you really appreciated that whole and and, and and the game was different then. There wasn't free agency and really wasn't a lot of trades. There is now, but I still think that value of, of, of building a team with guys, going through the tough times, and then in three or four years you're sitting there looking with all these guys you're with and saying, Yeah, man, remember how bad it was? And but 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 it's 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 a character builder for you. Yeah. It's a character builder for you as an individual, and it's a character builder for a team as a whole to to go through that. And, and well, it's so, that's why it's so important right now for Brian Flores and his staff, and Chris Greer and his staff to make sure they identify the people that want to be here, yeah. the people that are going to fight through these tough times, because no everyone pretty much knew this was going to be a, a tough road uh, in the 2019 yep. season. Now, if things fall right, if things if you get on a roll, you know, you, you win a few games, you feel like, yeah, you know, we're, we can compete. But right now, it's tough. Right now, it's pretty lean. Yep. And you have to identify the guys that are still going out and doing their job the way it's been coached on a, on a Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, and they do it on Sundays or Monday night or Thursday night, whenever they're going to play, and, and be able to to feel like that's the nucleus of where we want to go with with these 
10, 12, 15, yep. 18 players that you can identify that you add that number to those guys and they're that much better. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, and then we're talking about these guys are coming, these guys are going and we talk about it. You know, I, I look at the team that, uh, that, that, that the Dolphins just played, New England. There's always people coming and going on that team. They come and they go, and maybe they come in for a year or two, and they move them around. But there's enough guys that were there through the build that that, that have been. Have been I couldn't a lot tell of you who played offensive line no, for the New England Patriots. No, I, I was looking at him. I did. I looked at him yesterday when they came out. I go, I don't know who these guys are, but you know what? They all played well. And a guy went down and never, never yeah, really knew they, about it. They played well, and they, you know, and, and you know, they, they, but you know, there's a there's a lesson to be learned by watching football teams like that 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 just. You know, bring people in. You as long as you step in and 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 follow the follow the plan that's set out for each and every position, you're going to be all right. And, and I think this team is getting this one. And I think that's exactly what Brian Flores and his staff are doing. But I think just right now where they're, they're at. And look, I'm not I'm not telling secrets out of out of out of out of class here. They're they're an undermanned football team. I mean, all, look at the number of quality players that have exited Miami. Uh, South Florida in the last month and a half off of this football team, and all you need to do is turn on a foot, turn on a game on they're Sunday, and, and they're playing, yeah. and they're talking about them. Yeah. And then Kenny Stills, and Laramie Tucker, Kenny Stills touchdown Kiko played Kiko, yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so you see these guys, and, and so you know the, the, those are guys who are were making plays in your team, and, and so you know they're looking for other guys now. Some of these young guys, some of these young guys that we don't even know now. I guarantee in two years. They're going to be starters in this football team, and they're going to be making plays for a team that's that's competing and competing at a high level. But it's it's it takes time. It does, and it's one of those things where you're just looking right now. You know how good would a win feel Ooh. for the Miami Dolphins right now? You know, you go on the road. Maybe that maybe that's it. You know, you get on the road and you got us against the world. You you know, people are yelling and screaming at you. Everybody doesn't give you a chance. Maybe that that sets the stage for a better opportunity for these guys and it's another opportunity and yep. that's all you're that's all you're you know you're given in the national football league you know you have these games on a schedule yep. you're given another opportunity to go out and put your best work forward and and let's see what what happens in dallas on sunday you know the funny thing about it, I, was, I was having this conversation uh earlier in the, in the day you, and there's a good example this week you know everyone i remember everyone everyone talks about you know when the schedule comes out oh look at the schedule you got a tough schedule look at the tough schedule well well you know what Everybody, everybody prior to Sunday looked at the New Orleans Saints and said, "Man, that's a tough team to beat." That's right. All of a sudden, Drew Brees goes down. Now they're not. Now they're not. They so, look beatable. Now, now they're not so tough. Uh, Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, he goes down. Not so tough. So you know, don't don't count your chickens before they're hatched in the National Football League because it's team, a week to week. It's, it's very fluid. Teams change. Schedules change. You know, the the, the quality of teams change as as in as injuries play their part That's in this right. league. So you, you, you never know. And you never know when that opportunity is going to fall in your lap. And, you know, here's, a, here's another chance for the Dolphins. And, you know what, I expect them to be better on offense. I expect them to be better on defense. Do I, can I promise you they're going to win? No, I can't promise they're going to win. But, but I do feel like they're going to be coached up better because I think the coaching staff is understanding what they're doing more and, and understanding the way that their schemes can work within the players that they've got as some are going and some are coming and they adapt to it. Uh, and the more, the less movement, the, the better they'll get. But well, as we uh, saw the improvement on defense at home against New England, you want to see that that 
You want to see it on. You want to see it on the offensive line. That's where it has to start because you can't run it. You can't protect unless those guys are are going to play better than they've played over the past two weeks. Now, uh, I, I saw it on defense. The scheme was much better. The ball didn't seem to travel over yep. anybody's head as 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 frequently as it did in week one. They were better tackling team on defense. Yep. I want to see that type of execution kind of filter in on the offensive side in week three. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Audible this week. It's the Dolphins and the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. We'll be back next week to go over that. Hopefully we got some good news. And, uh, you know, hey, stick with it. It's going to be, we, we all know this. It's going to be, uh, you know, it, it, I kind of feel like, kind of, I kind of feel like we're going on one of those cross-country vacations with your parents when you were a kid. And you had a station wagon with no air conditioning in Are it. Are we there yet? And you had the two kids in the back looking out the back window, you know, and you're in there. Are, Are we there, there yet? yet? Are we there yet? And then finally you get that stop where you go to a motel and they got a pool. <laughs> we got a pool! One of these days we're going to have a pool and it's going to be a win and we're going to be enjoying it. Oh, I and hope a, it's on Sunday, Bo. It. I hope it's on Sunday. <laughs> we need one. We do, we do. For John Kinjami, I'm Kim Camper. This is The Audible. We'll catch you guys next week.